Psychics and hedge folk out there in the Geek Nation, you're currently tuning in to the time-spanning mm. Cold Pop Podcast, episode 49, legacy number 850. I'm going to try and like get us to do legacy numbering forever now. Forget those forever. early numbers. Yeah, we're going to go to legacy numbering. I think we should have another <laughs> new numbering that starts in three weeks, well, what we'll do and is we'll list all we'll three of them. We'll continually relaunch, yeah. and then at anniversary numbers, mm-hmm. The legacy numbers are the one that matters. Anyway, Wait, I mean, there's all of the different sets of numbers. Yeah, yeah. Legacy uh, it's number be, three. It's gonna be like a uh, handful. Yeah. Uh, a show where we talk about movies, comics, TV, branch timelines, um, bodies across the the plane of existence, and all the other things that scratch your nerdy itch. We're coming to you live from Young Junk, a bomb ass podcasting production space in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Um, I am your temporary host, Noel, frequent patient patron. Mm. and patiently a patient, a yeah. patron yeah. of Johnny Destructor's Hero Complex located at 4327 Main Street in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, a super rad comic shop that caters to all nerdy, nerd-adjacent individuals of shape, shape sizes, and genders, uh, filling in for the Johnny Destructor who um, uh, had a loss in the family, so he's taking the day off, uh, so our hearts are with him. He's in the chat. Hiya, friend. Um, What's up, dude? But hey, those that are joining me this evening are Len the Bat Tribble. Yo, what's up? How about your boy? This is Len, aka the Bat Tribble. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta summon the confidence enough to be able to do something like that. Like, just kiss, <laughs> kiss at a camera. Uh, you just and, did it. I know, but I did Dang. it. I did it. Uh, ironically. Oh. And and Brian Lieb of? is of the. Planet. What do you mean? Which planet? What do you mean? Oh, uh, this one. This but one that we're on right now. Earth. Let's just keep yes ending. What? What's what about Earth is so great? What about Earth is so great? That's In interesting. Five words or less. Um, one of them better begin with a T. Oh, titties? No, totally. Oh, <laughs> your fiance's name. Uh, it does. <laughs> I was thinking the more like what makes Earth great for it, you know, like uh, I'm thinking uh, macro, not micro. Uh, conditions for life are here. That's a real clinical way of addressing a, a, yeah. a large answer. Yeah. Thank you. Well, I only had five words. Mm, right. I'm not but sure considering that. Considering that I teed you up for a real yeah. role, sweet romantic moment. The, you did. The, nice going. Love bro. of a. She's not watching a show, I don't think. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh. She doesn't watch. I mean, okay, she does sometimes, but you know, I gotta say what I think the end tomorrow is great, obviously. But you know what I'm saying? No, no. Listen, put away your window cleaner. It's not an answer to the question. It's not an answer to the question. No, 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 it's it's, uh, it's been. I I feel like this is the perfect opportunity to cut in and uh, uh, mention that in the booth with us tonight is our trusty producer Dylan the Great, who doesn't have a microphone. So randomly, we're going to just have conversations with him, and you will never know if he's responding. You'll just never know. Anyway, it. now he's crawling yeah. over. <laughs> oh God! Hi. Yeah, he's, your feet. <laughs> he's uh, you normally wouldn't know that. 
So the chat is already kind of uh, popping alive with people that we love. Um, so uh, please feel free to comment, like, subscribe tonight, tomorrow, whenever you see this post, and we will respond in kind. Also, if you if you don't want to jump into the little back and forth and just want to like send us a message, you can email us at cultpopgo at gmail.com. That's one word, cultpopgo at gmail.com. Questions, comments, concerns, suggestions. Um, recipes, Nobody sent us their most sinister reviews. Bible verse from last week. Yeah, sinister Bible verses. Yeah. We're, we're big on those. I'm not even thinking about the Bible verses. I'm mad because I'm looking at the chats here and I'm seeing what's happening yeah. and everybody... Yeah, I'm, I'm going to get... I'm gonna... Well, no, 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 no. Calm down. I'm, I'm, I'm helping you. Uh, calm down. I'm, I'm helping you host the show. I'm helping you host the show. We, I'm seeing that everybody is showing love and they're showing support for JD because, yeah. you know, he he has uh, suffered this loss in, the, uh, in his family. And... The lovely Sam, or your lovely Sam, has made her famous chicken pot pie that she has uh, yeah. shared with JD. Oh. So, um, uh, Sam is one of those people that if you pay her a compliment, she will immediately instinctively tell you what is not impressive about what she did. You know, like when, when you're like, hey, that's a really nice sweater. It's on sale. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, just so Sam, the pot pie is delicious. Mm -hmm. I didn't make the crust this time. I actually used out of the box like like she'll go out of her way to which is, I think is well, hilarious. Well, I understand that oh, she it? gave it to JD because of what he's going through. Yeah. I, I, what I don't understand is why we have not sampled any of her chicken pot pie what here. I don't understand is why she didn't make two for us also. Yes, I why didn't you just twice the work so that hey, we could man, benefit? It's one big what was batch that about? and then you. I mean, oh, it's in a bet. But doesn't have to be baked in the pie. Yeah, but like you could you could make a lot at once if you wanted to. And then to. you put it in the pie. Uh, she'll give you a story about how it's not enough chicken for two, and I'm like rationing it. But whatever. Chicken? There's more chicken, right? There's more chicken in this world. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah there's that's more one chicken. Of the things that's great about the earth. One of them. you haven't sampled her pot pie. That's a euphemism, my dude. And will <laughs> oh, Sam jumped in the chat. Listen, the Phillies lost. It kept her awake until 3 a.m. last night. Sounds like a time a really, she could have been. Yeah, I mean, I, I could talk pie, about but, it and I would have been up to yeah. this week, but it's been baseball and it's been heartbreaking. But <sighs> yeah. whatever. And, uh, but speaking of what we've been up to this week. Huh? 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 Len. Yes. You told me about something you've been up to or that you've been experiencing. And I thought that it was one of the greatest mashups I've ever heard of, except it's not. It's not. No. It's something everybody has been do doing for years. I. For reasons that I can't even really explain, um, no, I can. I was listening to, <laughs> I was listening uh, recently to a rerun of the Gilbert Godfrey podcast, mm -hmm. where they were talking to a gentleman. I forget the gentleman's name, but he actually does the tours on the um, TV studios in, in California. Cool. Huh. And whichever stu studio it is, I can't remember, but it is the studio that has the Munsters home from the old That's 60s cool. TV show. Universal. It is universal. You're right. It is universal. Um, and he was talking about, talking about like, you know, taking people on the tours and giving like, like, like tidbits about the Munsters house. Or tidbits. And... It made me remember, like, you know, how, how much, I, you know, I liked the Munsters when I was a kid. And then they started talking about uh, the Adams Family. 
which because both shows ran for only two seasons back in, in right? the 60s. Yeah. Huh. A lot of people think it. But this was back Wait, when. It was a lot more episodes, seasons, like for sure. 40 yeah, episodes they were 40 long. episodes yeah. long. So <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. why two seasons, you know. <laughs> there's, there's six seasons worth of like yeah. current shows or, or exactly. like modern shows. Yeah. <laughs> so it made me wonder. It's like it's been a minute and a half <laughs> since I've watched either show. Mm-hmm. So I said, you know. One of the things that I do since I work from home is that I look for stuff that I can just passively have on hmm. the television while I'm working. Like Shark Tank. Right. Hmm. <laughs> right. Passively, though, Len. <laughs> so I say, you know what? I want to watch the Munsters and the Adams Family. I'm going to see how they hold up. Now, mind you, I know they weren't going to hold up but so much because this is like they're 50-year-old shows now. Yeah. But hmm. – I watched them. So I, I turned on the Munsters and I said, I'm going to sit and watch a whole day's worth of Munsters. Each show is half an hour. And for those who don't know, the Munsters is basically a play on the Universal mm-hmm. Monsters yeah. um, because it was done at Universal Studios. But they have them at all as a family. Yeah. Herman. It's, basically a fa- it's Herman. It Herman. was is Frankenstein. Uh, Grandpa, who is the Count well, Dracula. Mm. Uh, uh. Lily. No, no, Lily, that's her name. Count. Who basically is like the bride of Frankenstein, um, but not really mm. quite. And then they've got a son, Eddie, who's kind of like looks werewolfish. Does he not turn into a full werewolf at any? At this some point, point he I does. I think at one point he actually does, he's, but not on a regular. Okay. It's not like it's not like something he does. Do they like have a, mother, a daughter? But he's kind of more wolfed out. He, they, they don't have a, a daughter. Niece, right? They have a niece. Yeah. Oh, she's normal. Marilyn, she's a normie. Who's, yeah. who's who's normal, but can't get a date because sure. in their mind she's ugly. But in everybody like else's mind, <laughs> exactly. So, so that's the, that's that premise. Whereas the Adams family is based off of um, the famous comic strips mm-hmm. um, from Charles Adams, I from believe. Charles Adams, yeah. from the New York, from the New Yorker, uh, back in the 30s and 40s. Um, and they took those comic strips and they actually, in creating the show. Named mm. it after the creator at Charles mm-hmm. Adams, but then they gave names to the characters because the characters didn't have names mm-hmm. in the comic strip, so they actually had to give them. I think names. Uh, what's the name, John Aston? Mm-hmm. But he himself chose Gomez. Yes, and yeah, yeah. There were a couple of others in the running, and I think Gomez was definitely the best. Gomez one. was the win. Gomez, yeah. Morticia, Wednesday, Pugsley, mm-hmm. Uncle Fester, Uncle Fester, Fester, and Grandmama, Grandmama. Grandmama. And it. And was, cousin it. I forgot there was a grandmama. Grandmama. Yes. Interesting. Um, and and thing. She was integral to the plot. And Lurch. Oh, look. Yeah, it. It's not thing. No, cousin it. No, co- cousin it. Cousin it. But thing. No, thing the hand. Thing is the hand. Oh, yeah. I'm a dummy. Thing yeah, is the hand. Uh, yeah. The producer's doing this over the monitor like, Noel, you yeah. fucking idiot. Yeah. yeah thing Go is on. the hand. And then there's Lurch, <laughs> who is the butler. Yeah. Right. right. Uh, my my uh, a friend of mine in high school played Lurch in the original Broadway production of Adam's that's Family. Awesome. Yeah. Uh-huh. Wow. That's cool. When was that? We were in musical theater together. Um, he's successful. Hmm. I'm not. Um, not at that. Let me. Not at that. When was the last time you even did a musical po- performance? Probably. He's probably got like eight podcasts. Okay. And a Grammy I'll, I'll, and an Emmy. Um. What uh? Slacker. Wait, what was your question? When did it premiere? Uh, uh mid two thousand. I, no, I think it was like 20, oh. 2012, 2013. Okay. Um, it was the it was with Baby Newworth and Nathan Lane oh, as yeah? Gomez and Morticia. Oh, that's yeah, awesome! Yeah. I saw very, him. Very, very cool. Funny thing happened on the way to the forum and the producers. Both amazing. Mean, was he yeah. with with Matthew Broderick? Matthew Broderick in the producers mm-hmm. and Mark Lynn Baker, Corson Larry Appleton. Oh God, uh, that's right. In funny thing happened on the way to the forum. Uh, in Meatballs. They were great. Anyway, I thought sorry. his name was Corson. 
for a long time. I know. Yeah. So I watched, I told myself I'm going to watch a day of the monsters. Mm-hmm. I made it an hour. <laughs> uh, it does not wear well. It, it, it does. I buy within that first hour. I'm certain I have heard every joke that is going to be on the <laughs> remaining 40 odd episodes of the monsters. So then I turned on the Adams family. I made it through at least two hours of the Adams. Family, okay. And I enjoyed it. Hmm. But after a while, I was like, oh, okay, I'm kind of done. Those did, those shows were not built to be binged. Like they well, are, they are very yeah. recycled plots over and over again yeah. and, and punchlines. So like there's binging, it's got to no be repetition. Story. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. There's no overarching plot. Yeah. yeah. Um, did you start at the beginning? Yes, I did. Because I wonder how far you would have gotten if maybe you started in like a little later on. I'm pretty maybe they sure they tighten up a little bit. No. no. And no. did you? Did you? Did you suffer? Th- you know what? That that's an unfair question. Did you watch or sample? The Rob Zombie Monsters movie. Oh, what's it? Was that on? It's on Netflix. Netflix. I started it, and then I was like, Ugh. because I watched twenty minutes of it, and it is so faithful to the monsters hmm. that it's awful. It is all. It is god awful. And it should have been in black and white because then maybe it wouldn't look so cheap. <laughs> yes, but just yeah, like the original show. Right? Basically, <laughs> and and it was funny. Like everybody complaining about how it's a terrible movie. It's a terrible. Movie. I was like, I think that was his. I think he nailed what he was going yeah. for. Sometimes yeah. people did, do that, and it's still not something you want to. Watch oh no, 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 absolutely! Like it doesn't, it doesn't make it. That doesn't make it immediately good. Yeah. It's just, or, or that you like it. It's just like, like I see mm, what you were going for. Yeah, yeah. You good, did what you wanted. You. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Unlike the Adams family, which has proven adaptable. Yes. Oh yeah. In fact, I think my most of my like. Feeling about the Adams family comes from the '90s movies. The mm-hmm. there's those two. Raul Julia. Raul Julia. Yeah. And Christopher Christine. Lloyd and uh, Christina Ricci. Oh yeah. There were, well, oh, everyone yeah. else is still alive. And uh, hmm. well, uh, I, I was just I like it was a yeah Raul Julia. Yeah. Uh, oh, I didn't know. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Shame when he died. His yeah. final film was Street Fighter with huh. Jean Claude Van Damme. I know of all final films. Hey man, he he ate the stage. Chewed up everything in the scene, let alone also the celluloid. Yeah, from what I understand, he was really suffering when he was doing oh, that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, but still beat the shit out of Jean Claude Van Damme. Wow, with movie magic. <laughs> I thought that's why he got the part. They're like, you, whoever gets this part, needs to be able to beat the shit out of Jean Claude Van Damme without movie magic. Yeah. And he just came in and crushed it. They were like, we'll, we'll give you doubles. <laughs> um, uh, the chat's alive. Um, wait, what had BB Newworth? Um, the Broadway, uh, the Broadway musical of Adam's Family. Sherry Moon Zombie was my high school crush. Thank you, Sam. Um, Johnny Destructo, which is also JD. He always seems to like chat through like four different, whatever. Whatever he's looking at uh, at the time. <laughs> I made it through 15 minutes of the Rob Zombie Monsters, which is about an episode of the Monsters. So I think we're all on the same mm. page of it, like wearing out its welcome very quickly. Mm. Uh, and the best Adams family is still the nineties film. According to JD, the new animated movies are fine. I, I didn't finish the second, the, the, the first same. animated movie, but I loved the character designs. I was character yeah. designs were good. Yeah. I never really finished yeah. it. Really um, so it. you would Who's recommend shit? Adams family conditionally, but not monsters at all. I hate to say that I would mm. not recommend the monsters at all, but yeah, I wouldn't like yeah. it's it's definitely of his time. I think that you could return to the Adams family at that time to see the building blocks mm-hmm. 
of the um of the characters and still appreciate it, mm. especially John Aston and Carolyn Jones yeah. um, as Morticia and Gomez, um, Jackie Coogan as Uncle Fester. Um, so you could really appreciate it, but that will give you the building blocks to then sample everything else. The nineties movies, which were great Wednesday, which oh, is, Wednesday a, is amazing, which is an yeah. amazing think, show on I think Netflix. I the second episode. Really? Not because I didn't like it, just because it was like, all right, cool. Yeah. It actually is pretty good. Is it good? Yeah, I liked it a lot. It's better? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, it I wasn't it does, bad. But yeah, it's yeah. just. It ramps up. Yeah. 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 Anyway, Brian. Yeah. Hey, what's up? Is there anything that you have been up to in the last time period we will define as week? Yes. Thank you for asking. What is it? Uh, I was. Uh, one thing that I was up to was watching Scavenger's Reign. What the hell is that? It is a beautifully animated show on Max that I had no idea existed. I just saw, I opened up Max because I was looking for something else. And what Maybe. is Max? Is this it used the, to be HBO. It used to be HBO. Yeah. HBO Max. And before yeah. that, I think it was HBO Go. No, was technically it, HBO it was now? only HBO Max. Yeah. Their app no, no, before that but was. It was HBO Now and then Go. No, they, they, then, they were, but those were separate apps so hbo max well hb one of them became hbo max and the other one did not i think yeah i think I, hbo now became hbo max but hbo now was hbo go before it was hbo now hbo go ran concurrently this is, there's a there's a there's a timeline there's an etymology to, to, to the streaming service that was hbo i think it's like the <laughs> okay sorry i'm being an <clears throat> asshole carry on are you, are, are you doing your jd is that what is that's what's happening I'm, I'm doing my best i'm sitting in this seat i'm doing my best to yeah. derail and yes and as much as humanly possible jump in the chat jd uh, <laughs> i'm sorry scavengers reign on max scavengers reign on max which i wasn't looking for at all and i saw it and i was like oh what's that right the the cover title image uh, looks kind of interesting, but there's not really much going on. There's like a person in kind of futuristic-y clothes, and there's an alien kind of landscape in behind me. Can't mm -hmm. really see much. So I checked it out, and like I said, it is beautifully animated. It is this, um, these uh, four, uh, I think four people crash land on this planet, uh, the very first scene is is somebody else expecting this ship to get there, and they're like, oh, "They didn't come back." And then the guys, the other guy says, "Like, I hope they're already dead." <laughs> you know. Fade to black, roll credits. That's the whole show. Yeah, <laughs> just the person waiting. It's uh, <laughs> it's like the old Clone Wars show where it's only five minutes, except they do the same five minutes yeah, over and over, over and over and over. Yeah. Uh, so then you cut. There's uh, three, four people uh having crash landed on this this alien planet, mm -hmm. and the uh the plot is not so much yet it's mostly just they're trying to survive and they don't know what they're gonna do and they're trying to get to their ship how many episodes in are you i am most of three episodes in and i fell asleep during the third episode oh. but i was mm. it was really late oh. <laughs> like mm. did, no no, many, no i was super into it but i was like logistics sick I, a little bit sorry and, to ask know. logistics questions how yeah. many episodes so far are I think there out? are four and it's right? weekly it's I think so. Does it? Do you I, know how many it's supposed to be? I do or not. Just, okay. uh, there were three already when I started it, mm -hmm. and uh, I watched them like in a sitting, and then, but I nodded off at the end. Um, so the uh, not really a commentary on the quality of the show. The real thing that I like about the show is the what is happening on this planet that they are going through, and that you see. They're like these little bits of. 
it's almost like short scenes of a nature documentary mm. of this alien world, right? Um, and they don't frame it like that, but a lot of it is seeing these like processes, like this one creature crawling along and then like another one eats it and then something, you know, that kind of thing. Um, and it has a very distinctly Mobius, uh, the artist oh, Mobius feel. I can see that. I it was, is. I was getting a little Miyazaki, but yeah. It's not un-Miyazaki, right? Like, yeah. there is sort of uh, the, the color palette is yeah, the art Miyazaki. Yeah, the, uh, the animation style, too, is very, like, not blurry, but almost fuzzy. Hmm. There's there's a there's a there's a hue to like Miyazaki or Mobius where it there's almost like that looks light soft. stuff going on. Like it's a soft, yeah. almost kind of animated yeah, yeah, style. Yeah. It's there's there's hard very lines and it's shades. yeah, it's yeah. it's it's very soft and and kind of like aesthetically pleasing even when horrific shit happens. Yes, yeah. very much so. Like um, there's uh, there's this robot who so one of the pairings is this Pronounce woman. Robot, put it gone. What's that? Pronounce robot, but go on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is how they say it on this alien planet. So I just wanted to. I, oh, th yeah. th I, it makes sense because it's an alien planet, but that's not how yeah. our language works. It's a robot. <laughs> um, so this woman, this is like a totally non sentient robot. And the. Uh, <laughs> 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 Thank you for the respect. You're welcome. <laughs> Carry on. So, um, talk about your robots. There's, uh, there's this woman there who is one of the people who has crash landed, and she's found some kind of a shelter. But occasionally, these gigantic, cylindrical, three-legged. Uh, beasts of the field kind of like wander in and they've got these big tongues. They're very band name beasts of the field. That'd be great. Band name. Mm -hmm. You guys want to stop doing this podcast thing and start a band right now? Yeah, dude. There's five guitars I over there. Shit, <laughs> I cannot play guitar either, but uh, Terry if I have two, if I have two of them, uh, Terry jumped in the chat, stop puking on the set. I chewed it back. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you, you see these like, bird kind of things that look like they're sort of made of paper and then they hit this white cylinder and they vanish completely into like their look right so there's all these like alien things going on uh this robot looks like something's going on with this robot there's mm. like bits of something alien in it that is helping its damaged circuits uh he insists and um then you you cut over to these the only two humans that are together are uh they're on this journey. They they at one point, right? Just to give you an idea of what it is, there's this massive storm that happens, and they're mm -hmm. trying to get to these caves that are all these like line work caves, mm -hmm. and very cool looking, very stark. And they're not going to get there in time, so they see these great animals in the sea, these like shelled beasts with this with this flesh tube coming out of the top of it, and these translucent balls are rolling toward it, and they're like, oh, that's the young of this species they're going to get out of the storm let's follow them and so they the tube falls onto the beach and they go into the tube and they like ride out the storm in the belly of this sea creature until this insect comes in it's this is not much of the episode jd in the chat just act out the whole episode so then anyway i'm riveted so i'm sorry if you guys want to stop we'll stop minute 
two of the episode, yeah. it says follow. That was that After was just the a, opening credits. Yeah. That was just a detailed supercut of a montage. Yeah. That, that was the trailer. On. Yeah. Shot four. So Strap Medium in, res. Katie. Yeah. Strap in, because here it comes. <laughs> and so what, the, one of the main things about this is how visually beautiful and exciting it is. So I think the best way that you guys should experience it is if I just describe it in detail, yeah, I wanna, I, knowing I, that I am not getting it I all across. I want you only to experience this art through the prism of my scope. Exactly. Period. I'd prefer you not feel differently about it than I do. <laughs> uh, so would you recommend it? Absolutely. Scavenger's Reign. It is so good. Max. And like I said, like the story is not... Maybe it'll get more in depth, right? It's not what I'm entranced by about it's the this. world building. It's the world building. It's the mm. ecosystem of this place and the like similarities that the different animals have, but differences also. And mm -hmm. there's a whole other thing going on with another guy that oh, I I really uh, really recommend this. Yeah, so I I uh, I was in the shop the other day looking for something to watch. Um, uh, when I when I when I cover the shop, I'll put on something that is family friendly. And probably something that I won't want to pay attention to because right, you're right. nosing. Right. So it usually always ends up being a really bad comic book movie or a, hmm. you know, like I'll put on Batman and Robin because why not? Um, because it also becomes great conversations of like, is this is this the one with yeah, the nipples? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. it sure yeah, and is. The and then we talk about it. <laughs> but um, uh, my Mac, my my Max app immediately gave me the mm -hmm. scavenger's reign. So when you mentioned it, I was like, oh, I watched this trailer mm -hmm. and it looks really, really cool. Oh, cool. I just don't know yeah. if, I don't, I don't, like, it seems like a heady space. So it's just not a passive watch. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a very yeah. like sedate, engrossing. Yeah. Like I, it moves fuck. slow. It's just this like I don't, panoramic. And, sort and, of and thing. the thing is, is that now you have to think, all right, when do I have the time to yeah. carve out to really sit mm. Yeah, and, and also I, I feel like I feel like when I was younger, when I was in my co when I was in college and like in film programs and stuff, like I had not the patience, but like the resolve hmm. to experience more of that content, like a Terrence Malick phase where we're just gonna watch the wind go through these weeds hmm. for five minutes <laughs> and just contemplate life hmm. of these fictional characters. Now I'm like, nah, I'm just gonna put I'm just gonna put on something stupid and mm. like zone out mm -hmm. it's not because i don't find the other artistically endeavorous mm. it's just because i i don't know I, i'd like my my brain chemistry is different now where i want quick hits of dopamine as opposed to a contempl uh, contemplative moment to to sit in something you know i'll what tell I mean? you what i i do know what you mean yeah. and i think that this this is almost like a series of little vignettes yeah. about like this interaction or like this thing happens and things do it. It has a calm pace, but things do like happen pretty rapidly. You know, like mm -hmm. a bunch of stuff happens. It's just like a nature documentary where it was like, that was a momentous event, but you're seeing it in this serene way kind nice. of, you know? Um, and I wonder if you could experience it that way too. If you're like, I'm going to put it on and not pay much attention. How, how long is look, each episode? Uh, like regular, like 22 minutes or something. It's Ooh. 25 minutes. Yeah. This is like an adult swim show. That Or no, it's a Max original. It's a Max original. Yeah. yeah. But huh. I think Max has adult they swim do, stuff, right? They do, but like but they will, they will yeah. identify or label As them differently. Swim, yeah. yeah, it would be on the adult swim It channel. maybe could have been on there at one time, but I wouldn't say it, it like is typified by the feel of the old adult swim or anything, mm -hmm. but uh if it had been produced 20 years ago, yeah, that's probably Word. Uh, maybe where it would have ended up. But uh, 
Yeah, it's uh. Ooh, so I think you, I think highest, you guys would like highest recommendation. Uh, Brian said it's the best thing he's ever seen. I did say that. Yeah, I might have been wrong. Yeah, it's, but, it, yeah. I mean, uh, right. serene nature, aliens, robots. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's yeah, to the whole. There's a lot of whole stuff. And, and you know, I love Mobius, the style. Yeah, and it's not a hundred percent, but it's like really strongly reminding me. In of the it. trailer, two things uh, jumped out at me. It was the the line work, which is really really detailed, mm-hmm. but then also the ship. The ship that crashes that they're all in is called the Demeter 232 or mm. something like that. So I immediately thought like, ooh, is this a vampire thing? Right. Which I don't think it is. But I still. was thinking the, because I had not remembered that that was the name of the ship that brought Dracula over in the story. But um, I was thinking of Demeter, the the goddess. The, like, it's probably more accurate. Could yeah. be. Yeah. yeah. And classic, like, especially 70s style sci-fi. Yeah. Uh, naming it something mythical or something like that. Um, and there is that vibe to this to the show. The, some of the in some of the designs. Where really I was thinking cool. of Demeter, a, a stripper I met in Montreal. Oh, it might have been. Wait, it Montreal? Does... Are you sure it wasn't Quebec? Because I also know of a stripper in Quebec. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Named Demeter. Hey, Demeter. Yeah. That's yeah. uh. Is there more than one? We should go <laughs> next week. Let's go find them. We'll <laughs> <laughs> do. All That'll of be them. The show. If you yeah. are a sex Road worker trip. by the yeah. name of Demeter, please. Yeah. We would like, especially Cold in Canada, go, but not exclusively. Coldpopgo at gmail.com. Reach out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I. Uh, no, what have you been up to this week? Oh, well, yeah. I'll tell you. Um, I. <laughs> Uh, because of all the scheduling craziness and, uh, where, uh, normally every Wednesday, uh, JD and I would, would, uh, record a fresh floppies episode where we talk about spoiler free reviews of the comic books that are out on your stands today. Um, we're going to, it's like a baby hiatus, but I think we're going to restructure it and maybe like not rush to put out an episode every Wednesday. So it's a gap week, meaning mm-hmm. I want to talk about some comics that are out. Awesome. Really quickly, stuff that uh, that is good, but then also some spoopy stuff because it's the last episode we have until Halloween. Mm-hmm. Horror comics are awesome. Here's a couple. The first thing that I want to talk about is not a horror comic, but it's uh, frightfully good. It's Alan Scott, Green Lantern, number one, written by Tim Sheridan with art by C.N. Tormey. Um, it is it's an Alan Scott book. It's the most interesting Alan Scott book I've ever read. Nice. Uh, it takes place uh, in 1936 and 1941, uh, before he was a Green Lantern and during his early tenure as a Green Lantern in the JSA. Um, I will not give away details of the plot other than the art is beautiful. Um, the book is very fascinating, and it's yeah, it's the most interesting uh, story about Alan Scott I've ever read. Hey. So it's very good, very good. Um, some of the spoopy stuff. Uh, Hollow's Eve number one, big big night number one came out this week. Um, written by Erica Schultz with art by Michael Dowling. If anyone doesn't know who this is, this new character, uh, is it getting it? This new character, Hollow's Eve, she is, um, what's, what's Ben Riley's Ben Riley. Ben Riley's Spider-Man? Girlfriend. Ben yes. Oh. Uh, Ben oh, Riley's, she is ben Riley's girlfriend. girlfriend. Oh. Who was given abilities by Madeline Pryor in Limbo. Oh. And the ability unusual. I know, it's Place for of, her to get yeah. yes. you know, yeah. uh, yeah. magic. Is he still? What's he up to? Is he Spider Man now? now? Or is he? He doesn't remember who he is and thinks that Spider Man took all of his 
took his life. So he's pretty mad. I has uh, some limbo abilities also now, but he's prison there because he tried to take over New York. Whatever. Yeah. Um, and there's a there's a small contingent of <laughs> fandom that seem to forget how comic books work, and they're really mad that he's a little bit of a baddie now. Oh yeah. Well, Marvel it, especially, right? They've not been in that phase for a little while now that I know of, but you know, the, like the early to mid two thousands into the twenty tens was a cycle of like at one of their major characters turning bad for a while mm. and then yeah. you know it's scott summers uh yeah but then it yeah but then, then it then just kind go of goes back yeah oh yeah, yeah, yeah so like the pattern yeah. being we're gonna play around for a while and then it'll be fine yeah. Yeah. um you'd think that they'd remember that yeah it, no but mm. no we're gonna we're gonna get mad about every change yeah because that's part of the fandom yeah. it's it's part of the joy um but her ability which i think is really really cool is she's like a trick-or-treater oh in so much as she has this magic satchel filled with Halloween masks. And when hmm. she puts the specific mask on, she has the abilities of that monster or that character. So hmm. she'll put on a wolf mask and she's a werewolf. She'll put on a Frankenstein mask. She's got like extra strength. It's, it's like a power ring with very specific narrow. Th it's very funny. But it's, it's like the Dial H for Hero. Yes, Except Dial H you know for Hero is perfect. Getting. Yeah, it's perfect. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, it's very funny. It's very good. Mm. Um, not along those lines at all is <laughs> Ribbon, The Ribbon Queen, written by Garth Ennis with art by Jason Burroughs. If you like um, goopy horror with like people being grossly disemboweled like ribbons, there's flesh from their bones and stuff. Oh, mm. This is your book. There's Four issues are out now. Ancient and terrifying, loose There's in the that. world of Woo! men. Um, yeah, that's um, I, Garth Ennis doesn't really shy away from anything. Uh, and then also the last one I want to talk about, spoopy wise, uh, Dracula came out today, uh, mm. which is written by James Tynan the Fourth. Oh yeah, with art by Martin Simmons. This is the creative team that is responsible for Department of Truth. Now, what company put that? This is Image Comics. Okay, mm. so it's not Marvel's Dracula. No, it is not Marvel's Dracula. It's mm. a very good mm. distinction. Marvel's Dracula is currently living in Chernobyl. Right. Oh. Uh, in a makeshift uh, vampire city, whose sheriff is Blade. Yeah, right. I love Marvel vampire shit. It's actually really fun. Uh, but no, this is a solid issue. It's it's basically a retelling of the classic Universal Monster movie. It literally has a Universal Monsters emblem on it. Oh. So I feel as though we're going to get a, maybe a, a rash of these where mm. comic book mm -hmm. creative teams are going to approach each of the main or the main mm. monsters in Universal. Maybe trying to figure out how to do a film series again that they tried well, to do. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me, right? It's yeah. uh, you know what? It wouldn't surprise me. But the this book itself is very much. Bella Lugosi-ish. Mm. So I'm not exactly sure if they're trying anything new so much as just mm. reintroducing. Mm. Or I mean, like, maybe gauging reception. Uh, you know, like, oh, too. the Dracula yeah. one was the one that sold the most. We it's a solid book. Yeah. Dracula's never really been my favorite, so mm. I came into it a little skeptical, but I like this creative team. Mm. Martin Simmons has an art style that is not for everyone. Is it the same as it is in Department of Truth? Yes. Yeah. It's kind of playful and a little jarring. Yeah. Uh, Gritty-ish. It works yeah. here. Okay. This is a four-issue miniseries. If it was an ongoing, I don't think I'd be down. Mm-hmm. But uh, but a nice a nice quick hit. And then if you're not reading it, Wonder Woman, hmm. number two came out this week. Tom King, right? Tom King with art by uh, Daniel Sampier. It's awesome. It's straight awesome. They're uh, I don't even want to spoil the, the main plot of the book. Just that she's uh, not the best friends with the U.S. government right now. Hmm. 
And yeah, it's I remember reading. So good. Uh, but yeah, I would, I would highly, it's only the second issue you could jump on. This is one of those books that like, I feel as though it's going to start becoming part of the conversation every month because he's already taken a couple of like big swings. So maybe don't wait for trade. Check it out. Hmm. But yeah, that's it. That's what I've been up to this week. Hmm. Lots of comics. Eddie Madison just jumped in the chat. Hello there. Uh, Kevin, as Green Lantern writer, is donating his share of the proceeds to the Elton John AIDS oh, Foundation. That's nice. correct. Um, yeah. Yes. the I didn't really want to mention it, but Kevin jumped in the chat. Uh, we'll do it briefly. There were a couple of... Uh, Alan Scott, Green Lantern. There were a couple of false rumors about the content of the book that were spread online uh, like a couple weeks ago. That's... One of the plot points is that um, Alan Scott has an affair with a J. Edgar Hoover or something like that, because yeah. Alan Scott is 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 a gay character. This is the fake thing. This is the fake thing. Yeah. Um, and because of the fake news, there are some contingents of fandom um, who started attacking and chiding the writer and creative team of the book. So the writer uh, decided to get on social media and... Tell everyone about it, read the book, uh, support the book. Uh, and if you do, uh, one, you'll be sending a message to people that are bigoted and hateful uh, that you do want this type of book. And two, all of the proceeds of his, uh, all of his proceeds, all of his residuals, hmm. any any extra money that he is going to make from us purchasing the book will be donated to the Elton John AIDS Foundation, hmm. which I thought was really cool. That's cool. I completely forgot about that. Yeah. Thank you, Kevin. Hey, I have a question here. His hmm. ring is on his left hand. Is that always the case with Alan Scott? I honestly don't know. <clears throat> Me either, and you'd, you'd think that I would, but I don't. <laughs> and I think it might have been, but I don't recall. There's at least two images of Alan Scott that I'm remembering. One from when he first, his very first appearance, and then mm. a famous um, Alex Ross reinterpretation of that one. And I seen... If I'm looking at it right, I think his ring is on his left hand. Maybe there's a story reason. I don't remember. All the Maybe. other Green Lanterns are just like right dominant though usually. Yeah, except Sinestro because his name means left in Latin and he's evil. <laughs> yeah. Didn't know that, but Sometimes. yeah, that's kind of Yeah, cool. he wears it on his yeah. left hand, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I've been reading a lot of comics. That's what I've been up to this week and that's what I'm up to every week. Uh, so when we jump back into Fresh Floppies, be sure to like, comment, subscribe, read more comics. Uh, but yeah. Is there any Green Lantern that wears their ring as a belly ring? Maybe. There should be, or a toe there ring. Be. There should be. That would be pretty cool. Or a toe ring. Well, I bet, I'm I'm willing to bet there is a toe ring. Or just like before, an alien with, Because like, of the alien. Oh, there's definitely tentacle rings out there. Shit yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm an alien for shit. I got feet for shit. Yeah, like, oh, aliens, <laughs> I got feet on their faces. Oh. <laughs> um, so uh, Alan Scott's first appearance, he does not. He has it on his right hand. But then a number of other subsequent appearances, including one where he met Hal Jordan, so it's like oh, old. He he does have it on his left hand. Oh my God! They changed the they they changed something about the character. We From should the all first riot. Appearance. I wonder if it was even. Could it just have been that they flipped the drawing? Maybe. Say, I don't know. Yeah. You know? yeah. I don't know. Anyway, uh, these are all really good books. I would recommend them highly. Uh, all flavor of, um, lighthearted to disgusting horror. It's all good. Um. Eddie Madison did jump in the chat saying that Richard Roundtree has passed. Uh, yes. Yeah. Shaft. Yeah. No longer. Yeah. Shaft passed away age 81 from pancreatic cancer. Um, we did like a posted a little memorial to him on the Mission. Mission. Show. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, it's a big loss. Where can people listen to the Michelle Mission? Any place you find podcasts. You can listen to the Me Show Mission also on YouTube. You can check us out. Um, we also stream every Tuesday from here from Young Junk. Young Junk. Man, how do you spell Me Show? M-I-C-H-E-A-U-X. M-I-S-S-I-O-N. Me Show Mission. Cool. Let's jump into our main topic this evening. It's the main event. Nobody, nobody jumped in with me. I'm not tan, 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 tan. Was no, it that it's one? too late, man. Oh. Too late. I thought we were doing like a syncopation. We're doing Rocky and it's I don't too know late. exactly what syncopation is. So we're going to talk about all nine Rocky films. No, um, I haven't seen so- that. <laughs> That's on brand. I, w- I was not shown them as a youth. And, uh, Have I you not seen all nine or you've not seen, seen any? Any? Seen any. any? Jesus. Man, the first one is, is literally, it's I like, it's really like good. a Scorsese it's, level it's masterpiece. It's an Oscar winning movie. Yeah. Is that right? It, yes. Yeah. It won for Best <laughs> Picture. Yeah. Yeah. It beats, uh, didn't it beat Star Wars for Best Picture or something like that that year? I don't, I don't, really? think, I don't think Star but Wars was on But it's not sci-fi at all. <laughs> but uh no i never saw them and uh i i like sports movies sometimes even though i'm not a big sports fan so it's not that sometimes what sports movie do you like rudy was good um <laughs> well you know what necessary roughness but that's a comedy rudy a com- was good yeah, rudy was good uh i don't know name another sports movie i can't think of any rocky <laughs> never saw it. I never rocky saw any two. of them. Yeah, rocky too oh the adam sandler sports mockumentaries are hilarious but again, comedy, that doesn't... Oh, yeah. I'm looking at... Seven Days in Hell. Rocky Award. Any Given Sunday? Uh, no, I never saw that one. Raging Bull? No. It Is that did, about a boxer? Rocky yes. won no, Academy Award for Best Picture. Uh-huh. Film editing. Uh-huh. Um, That's a big one. Best directing. Did it win writing? Right. No, he was nominated, nominated okay. for a screenplay. Hmm. Anyway. Well, anyway, uh, we're not going to talk. Well, you know, we're going to have a sports movies episode, and I just want to see uh, you and JD like, <laughs> like what have I, aneurysms. I mean, I'll talk about stuff. I don't have to have seen it. <laughs> I don't have to have seen it. Yeah, I'll try. Oh, I'll something I can I say. Will be, I will be a source of information. <laughs> yeah. It just won't be about from that. a place of knowledge about <laughs> right. this specific topic. Yeah, it could be, be like <laughs> little little quips or here's a fun fact that the thing you just said reminded be, me of about like a, football. A cacophony of like you don't say. Yeah. Oh, huh. interesting. And they, so they scored and then they won. Yeah. That was great. So, so the most points wins? Yes. Mm, not always. Know. Are those points in golf? It's not really points. No. You kind of have to want them for them to be points, I think. Oh, unless they're points against you. Fuck. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> anyway, what are we talking about? Points? That's the main topic. So let's, we're going to, we're going to have a dissertation about par <laughs> under and over it. Uh, anyway, uh, so the main topic tonight is a Netflix show that dropped called Bodies. Uh, this wasn't on any of our radars. However, we found out that it was based on a Vertigo miniseries, comic book miniseries by Cy Spencer mm-hmm. from the early 2000s. Yeah. Hmm. I had never heard of not only me, this me, book, either. but I also had never heard of Cy Spencer. I know a Cy Spurrier, but I've never heard of Cy Spencer. First. I was yeah. like, oh, the guy that did... I don't know. It was during so, that. So, Although we did kind of discuss... Uh, he wrote a Constantine thing not that long ago. I Spurrier did. I think Spencer did also. No? Uh, oh, you go ahead and keep vamping. I'm going to, okay. I'll look it up. So, well, we had no idea that this existed. I saw bodies and I was like, oh, it's a, uh, oh, you're right. It's it. Was it Spencer? 
Um, he well, when I mean, he, I wouldn't go with recent. It was 2010. Okay, that's uh, not that reason. Yeah, yeah, it's not that. Cy Spurrier was the one that was like 2019. The Black Label one that we liked. Yeah, it was very good. Great. Um, anyway, uh, Vinyl Underground, well, Books of how, Magic. How uh, yeah, he he wrote Vinyl Underground, Books of Magic. Um, some of the Vertigo stuff. It seems as though he was very much in the Sandman universe for a long time, like I'm during just, wartime, just like old school Vertigo. I, I'm sitting here just tripping over. Y'all said it was like 2010. Not that. No, I thought not it was that recent. It was like, more than a decade. Yeah, yeah. No. Jeez. Oh, it's pretty recent. Also, so um, I, you can look at it as both at the same look, time, really. I should have looked this up. <laughs> Either way. But Cy Spencer is past. He, he died was, in 2021. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, in fact, anyway. I think the first episode is uh, dedicated That's to That's right, him. it was. Yeah. 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 Oh, that makes sense now. Uh, I See, I thought I had read Cy Spurrier's Books of Magic work, which maybe I did, or it could have been his, in which case it was the first book of Ma Books of Magic that I read, and it was good. That's good stuff. Yeah. Um, uh, so, yeah, this show came out of nowhere. Yeah. We thought it looked interesting. We were looking for something Halloween-ish. So here's, yeah. the, here's the details. Oh, here uh, uh, Netflix, eight episodes created by Paul Tomlin, starring Jacob Fortune Lloyd, Shira Haas, and Amaka Okafor. The description is one sentence. Hmm. Four detectives in four different time periods of London find themselves investigating the same murder. So I watched one episode. You watched... Three at this three? point. Three? Yeah. I watched most of the first. Okay. Oh, so riveted to the end or until you turned it off. Well, no, yeah. I'm I, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. I was actually into it. I, I got yeah. pulled away for work. Mm -hmm. so. Um, so, uh, overall, so first of all, the, the concept is cool as hell. It is. Uh, yeah. Four different So it's 1890, 1941, 2023, and 2053. Mm -hmm. Okay. So it's four time periods, four different detectives, same freaky body. End of the first episode has a, a really wild, cool little twist. Um, what did you think? I was into it. I was into it. Um, I love like a mystery, mm. you know, like crime show. Uh, I appreciate I appreciated the aesthetic of it because it's a Netflix show, but mm. it very much felt like an Apple TV show. Yes. It felt yeah. very like yeah. high end, mm -hmm. you know, uh, production. Um, it, it's uh, despite it all happening in London over these different time periods, it's a very diverse cast. Mm -hmm. So I really appreciated that. I thought the world building for each time period was fascinating, mm -hmm. interesting, um, very detailed. Um, took time. Like no, none of the detectives are are like the other. So they mm. are each are distinctive, even in their methodology of investigating this the situation, and even in how they come upon the situation. Mm -hmm. um, even though there's only one, there's kind of like one. Um, uh, 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 one event that happens the same, like a flashbulb that yeah, yeah. blows yes. out, right, right, the pattern, right. Yeah. yeah, but it's it it was absolutely, absolutely like beautiful, um, meditative. But I was I was in, I was locked. I can't wait to go home and continue watching it. Cool. What about you? Um, I enjoyed it. I like the story. Uh, speaking of the aesthetics, they don't do a lot of it, but there's a few uh, very comic. See the yeah, panels yeah, in it, yeah, you know, yeah, which swap the panels, yeah, used very appropriately here because 
you know, the, there's one body in four different time periods. You see a lot of parallels and parallel mm-hmm. actions, yeah, they, right? They, they do it, at least in the first episode, they do it. They they split the screen into panels, mm-hmm. and they usually do it right before they transition to a different time period. Mm-hmm. So it's almost just like a visual cue of, like, turning the page. Yeah, but there's also, a, there's also a visual cue it's of how cute. everybody how the detectives find the body. Yeah. And if you really yeah. pay attention to it, like that scene is almost like a repeating, like yeah. a, almost like a well, repeating you see the panel. four kind of, yeah, like it highlights, it tells you that they're in the same place and it, you see their reaction and you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And it's very uh, well done, especially in its sparingness. Um, I think that could easily become an overwhelming portion of the show. And it really doesn't. Um, you see a couple of times actual scenes playing out next mm. to each other that are similar, mm-hmm. but n- but in a in a pleasing way. I felt. Now I want to say I was just sort of distracted while I was watching it. I felt like the first episode is a bit slow. It's yeah. a bit. Um, yeah. It doesn't really draw you into this yeah. very very interesting plot. You know. Yeah. And uh, it picks up more as it goes on um a little more each episode so far Mm -hmm. but it is sort of like i want to see what's happening i like this story i i'm not like caught up in it you know yeah so that was my big note like like on paper everything is great and i i really enjoy the premise i really enjoy the the big question i enjoy how it's being laid out but i i I can't help it i was bored a lot Mm mm-hmm Mm. I paused it several times because I wanted to like check my phone or something. Yeah, the you first know? episode yeah. has a lot of like pauses and the immediacy was lacking, completely lacking. Mm-hmm. And it made me feel like as much as I was like, I want to know what's next. But instead of like, I can't wait to go on this journey. It felt like, I can just read what happens. Yeah, like, what are they going to Yeah. <laughs> like, what are it, they going to show you what's going on? Yeah. It, it, <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel like the, 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 the things achieved in episode one mm-hmm. um, economically could have been 20 minutes. I think so too. I think it could have just gotten a lot of that story across yeah. um, and then moved on to the events yeah. that happened. Now, episodes two and three, I got to tell you, are not like roller coasters either, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but uh, so maybe it just would have been more, but um, yeah, it, it gets more and more interesting and there's, you know, like, uh, the element that's introduced right at the end of this one. Um, there's more things come up and you're like, Oh yeah, that's cool. It's pretty cool. I wonder what's going on. So it's a cool mystery. Um, one thing that surprises me is they all are like convinced this body has been shot in the eye, but there's no bullet. Right. And I'm like, is there not, could it not have been something else? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, I don't know. Maybe, or maybe you look at it and you're like, no, it's definitely, that's the deal. I don't know. Like, also, too, I, I would, if anybody's interested in the show and knows nothing about it, don't watch the trailer. Oh, I didn't see the trailer. Does it give away? It seems to give away something like. Oh, okay. So there's an aspect of the show that's to me, seems very obvious. Mm-hmm. Um, and the show itself just kind of blatantly says it, but it has not been a part of the setup whatsoever. So I'm like, eh. All right, cool, I guess. Is it like a historical thing? No. Okay. Because I was wondering if I, to me, this element was obvious. They're in Whitechapel. Oh, yeah, there's a, there's a, there's a whole butcher. Yeah, and uh, 
you know, I won't say it because anybody else who also feels it's obvious will know. That's not what I'm saying. Whitechapel. It's not. Okay, yeah. Now, the diversity of the cast I thought was very interesting. Not Mm -hmm. just that they are there, but each one is a group of people or a member of a group of people who would have a particularly hard time in that time period. Yes. Right? And so that's... um, that's a very interesting lens. Now, I was a little disappointed because the Jewish guy, he starts out, he's very charismatic, and he's like, this other anti-Semitic guy is like, hey, money-grubbing guy, Jews, you know, you know, mm-hmm. all like that, and you're like, ah, is this charismatic guy, he's gonna, hey, he's gonna come out on top. This guy, you know, he's gonna smooth talk his way, and then really show this other guy what for. No, he is a money-grubbing guy who is the stereotypes, and you guys haven't met her yet, but the only other Jewish character you meet so far also very money-driven. And I'm like, oh, I'm not into that. <laughs> but God. we'll see what happens as it progresses. Maybe he turns out to be the awesomest guy or something, you know. But I was like, oh, the other the other two seem pretty uh, stand-up <laughs> people. <They're, laughs> you know? Shit. Uh, um, and maybe three. Maybe the person in the future also. You know, She has a disability that is helped a lot by uh, her future technology. But... Yeah, I, I, when you had mentioned that, I was like, well, I haven't seen enough of the future ones, so I don't know what... Oh, sorry. Yeah, I forget. Eh, it's not really anything, but yeah. It's got a uh, thing. So I, I mean, I, I would I would recommend it as a fascinating watch mm-hmm. um, after only the first episode, um, but shows like this you scare me sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, like, here's an amazing premise. Get invested and then... And we will never, never pay, pay it off, off in any yeah. kind of satisfying way. Oh, yeah. like why is there... What's the mystery? So what's the solution? Well, how is there the same body in each yeah, place? And yeah, and oftentimes too. And I'm hoping like since this is based on one book and mm-hmm. blah, 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 maybe it's really just a miniseries and not a season. It is a mini... It's built as a miniseries. So it's... Oh, so the, yeah. so we're good and done? Okay, so. good. That's that. See, that makes me want to commit to it more yeah. when you've got shows. I, I The one that came to mind was... I don't know if you guys remember it from on ABC like forever ago. Not Lost. It was afterwards. It was like Flash Forward or something. Yes, like, yes I remember. Everyone yes. saw their future a year from now. Yeah. And it was like cool for two episodes and then you were like, this is boring as shit i don't like any of these people <laughs> yeah they weren't I don't the greatest know why but it was based on the books so you're like oh it could you know this be the whole story they did a two-hour return from the winter break and i just didn't feel like watching two hours yeah, of it at man. the time and i and i never finished it yeah like every every year there's a new show of like oh the airplane disappeared for five minutes and where yeah, did they go yeah, the, or that was the thing or for a minute yeah, 1100 yeah. people came back and yeah. like and and like it's always a great premise with absolutely no follow through nope. or satisfying yeah. conclusion. Nope. And that's the thing I think that some writers have I mean some probably already always knew it but the uh fault in that really shown through with Lost and to an extent the Battlestar Galactica reboot um certainly not yeah. as culturally significant but it was uh, No no I actually, yeah. but I'd loved both of those. Oh me too. I would actually fight yeah. for Lost because I feel like they Course corrected in the last season by making it more ephemeral. No, I liked it. Yeah. I liked the last season. A lot, a lot of people didn't, but yeah. um, there were a lot of mysteries that weren't solved, yeah. and it came out, you know, later that they're, they're like, like yeah, yeah, yeah. we had no idea. We were yeah, really they were at, making it up as they went along. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Battlestar Galactica was in a similar. Like the whole thing was like the very beginning. Uh, you know, something about the Cylons, and they're like they have a plan. And not long ago, I was reading. Uh, like in 2010, that um, 
the <laughs> the like, uh, that was like last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so it was somewhere between those two times, and the one of the writers was like, "Oh, we had no idea what their plan was." You know, yeah, they, you know yeah. what? I, I in hindsight, first of all, I love if you've never seen Battlestar Galactica, the, oh, so the, good. the, the mini the the Oof. revival. It's yeah, top tier television. Like it should be up there with. Ooh, well, first two seasons, I was really thinking strong contender for like best sci-fi show ever. Right when I was watching it, I mean, it's one of them. It's I, one of I them would, for sure. I was I was thinking more like cross genre, like you know, formative or or mm. transformative television shows. They did something different with the format. You've got like Buffy and Breaking Bad in the same conversation mm. as I think. Battlestar Galactica, Galactica, for sure. Oh, cinematographic, I'm not not saying one is better than the other, just like in the conversation about shows that fucked with the format in a very awesome Mm -hmm. way, Mm -hmm. Battlestar Galactica is one of them. But in hindsight, remembering some of the weird shit that they did in that show, I'm Mm -hmm. like, I was okay with this. Like like the idea that um, all along the Watchtower is just... Yeah, yeah that was the, that I was like in the air and you just feel it sometimes. I didn't like, like how they paid that out. Yeah. There <laughs> and was, then the way yeah. that it all kind of ended too, it was just like okay. Mm. I have I've long yeah. felt like ever since then, like there are two major stories, right? The hard sci-fi story in Battlestar Galactica and the like mystical space mm-hmm. sci-fi story, right? And the hard sci-fi story paid off really well. High concept and low concept? Ooh, now they're both oh, pretty high concept. Ah, yeah. Well, no, wait, lo, high fantasy, low fantasy, high sci-fi, low sci-fi, hard sci-fi, no, soft the other sci-fi. One's like mystical stuff, ah, you know. I'm yeah. To your rules. Um, <laughs> also, had a thought about the Star Wars thing we were talking about. I think it's right? high. I think it's high fantasy. Here's what I was thinking. Because yeah. it it fits a lot of them. And then I thought, wait a second, high fantasy takes place in another world, right? That is in our universe, right? Star Wars is in our universe. Galaxy far, far away. Exactly. Right. It's a different planet for sure. It's a different world. But high fantasy is in like a completely altered. There is no Mars or Earth anywhere. Whereas the beginning of this, assuming it's addressed to us. I love these arbitrary rules. I will follow them. Yeah. I mean, all definitions. Arbitrary. Get vague at the sides. Hell yeah, you know? man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't look in the right. Yeah. Left. Just, but uh, yeah, Battlestar Galactica, I really felt the hard sci-fi story paid off really, really well. And then the mystical side of it, which I loved, I didn't think uh, satis- uh, concluded in a as satisfying kind I, of way. I loved it for a season, and then I got bored with it. The prophecy and really the this, during, and yeah, yeah. There's some good stuff there. Um, good Let's watch but, Battlestar Galactica again. Oh, it was so good. I would watch that again. Yeah, the uh, one other thing I want to say about Bonnie's is, have, especially having watched episodes two and three, they feel like individual comic issues. Like episode one definitely seems like that first issue of a comic mm-hmm. where you don't get that much of what's going on. And it's kind of like, we've all read those. They're not necessarily the best way to start a miniseries, but it happens where like the mm-hmm. first one is very little of what's actually going to happen, you know? Mm-hmm. And then two's a little bit more and three's a little And it, they kind of, the way that they are, that I experienced watching them was these are individual stories, individual episode or issues. And I wonder if each one is basically based on an issue. If that's the case, I would hate it. Okay. Only because I do, I firmly believe in like, you know, the function of one piece of media versus another, mm-hmm. like, well, but they're like chapters. Of, you chapters. Know. Yeah. So yeah. But, chapters of a but, whole. But yeah. if let's say if I was reading the issues and the, the end of the 20 page, mm-hmm. 10 minute long, 10, 15 minute long issue 
was the quick reveal at the end of this, mm. that would feel enticing. Whereas if there was 35, 40 extra pages before that, mm. I would lose steam. So like maybe the, the form over function. I don't know. I, like I think formats matter in how mm -hmm. you experience something. And if they do one for one it too much, mm -hmm. then it'll lose the kind of momentum that's only possible in comics versus mm. what's best in a show. Or well, a yeah, movie. I mean, it's definitely not. Yeah. You have like, it all at once. Mm. But uh, uh, yeah. it's, I, I don't think that necessarily has to be the case. No, it depends on how the story is written. Yes, I don't True. think it has to be the case. But I also think that you, they're different formats, mm -hmm. and you should approach them as different mm -hmm. formats, not necessarily be slave to one yeah, in adapting the other. But are you being a slave, or you, or is that just how you want to tell the story? I not mean, necessarily being a, but that's yeah. but that's not being a slave. A slave sounds like you know, like uh, it cannot deviate. Slavish, slavish to the source material, right? Like, yeah. like yeah. Scott yeah. Snyder. That's what the slavish sounds like. What source material? Well, well Watchmen. Well, Watchmen. Watchmen. Yeah. Yes, okay. yeah. I was gonna say like his DC yeah. stuff has no source. His no, three hundred was ideas. Though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and three hundred. Yeah, yeah. I, I really yeah. liked. I love 300. I, I really like Watchmen. I too, haven't revisited in a long time. Neither have I. I haven't seen it since it was in the theaters. But at the time, I really liked yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't, doesn't hold well. up. Yeah. I mean, it, it it wears well as like a big, dumb action. Yeah. But it's not the. Like mm. when you watched it, I, you were probably like me. It's like, oh. oh my God. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And now you're I like, mean, it was beautiful. The and fuck it's. Out I mean, of you know, I love that time period too. And it's like. Looked very comic-y. It also came in a different time when it's like, it makes no oh, sense. something that yeah. makes no sense. All right. So yeah. So anyway, this one is, it's it's the first episode kind of feels like that first comic, and then I wouldn't say that the next two are like, oh, that was definitely the end of issue two. It continues. It goes on with the story and all that stuff. But uh, at the same time, I had that kind of feeling. So I'm curious to see what you guys think. Um, should you will, stick with it? Will you stick with it? I will at least finish this episode and get into the second one. I will see how it happens. I fear as though I will lose momentum mm. because I still want to, I'd rather finish Fall of the House of Usher mm. and um, something else that we're watching. I would probably watch that too for it, but uh, I talked about, we reviewed it last week. I yeah. talked about it with Tamara. She is interested as well yeah. and she's away at the moment. So I, I we'll can't watch it. We'll have a revisit episode. I will Usher. say watching it made me think of an, an older Netflix show, Sense Eight. I don't know I why. I never watched that. Oh, I never heard it. The, the story is nothing like this, except that it kind of like deals with people all Reversing, having like the same right? sense. Like, yeah. But um, but I never finished that show. I watched the first season, so it made me like if I kind of taper off this, I will probably see is Sense Eight still on Netflix. Leave her over it. there. Hmm. <laughs> All right, so that that's Bodies on Netflix, uh, based on a comic by Cy Spencer. Um, all eight episodes are available now. Um, give it a shot. It's fascinating. It's got a really, really good premise, and the cast is dope as yeah. hell. It's just, for me, it was a little slowly paced, but yeah. Brian says it gets a little bit better, a little bit more engaging. It may so. be all that for you. Yeah. That's true. I, it's yeah. gotten, it's, I looked it up, it's gotten amazing Great reviews. Great reviews. Everyone is talking about like, it being like, yeah. It's it seems as though it's a show that's built for binging because a lot of people are talking about like that. mainlining it. I do want to see experience. what happens next when I'm watching it. Yeah. I even watched like it was very late last night and I just didn't feel like going to bed. But I was uh, like, all right, I'll watch some of it and not finish all of it because it's it's too long. I shouldn't be up that late. But I was interested enough that I'm like, yeah, but I want to check out some, you know. 
and I could see it being the kind of show where I don't know if it's six or eight or what episodes, but um, I could see it being the kind of show where by the time it's an episode, you know, five or six or whatever is like, oh, this is great. Like, this is awesome. And it really laid the groundwork in a very slow way, but I'm glad I'm here. Mm -hmm. And if you can, if you're enjoying the groundwork well enough, then I can see it paying off. We'll see. Word. Yeah. Right on. All right. Um, so I think that's a wrap. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. Um, Len, where can the people find you? Uh, on TV. Yeah. Do you guys hear that? How's that TV show working out for you? Oh, there's nothing but details when you ask us questions. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try again. Cut. Take two. No, I mean, I told Play. you. You can find me on yeah, the show mission. M-I-C-H-E-A-U-X-M-I-S-S-I-O-N. Look us up on all the social medias, on YouTube. Like and subscribe. Hit the bell so you know when we go live every Tuesday from Junk Junk. Brian, where can the people find you? Coming up soon, November 10th, 7.30 p.m. at Forge Theater in Phoenixville. I and the improv group which I am part of comedy on demand COD. We really just go on now. Mostly. Uh, like we'll be doing fish? a show. What's that? Like the fish. God, Shh, there's periods after I think in the logo, there's periods after the fish. That's true. Um, I have to talk to the people about that. Yeah. Let's not, let's not fish fact people. check that. Yeah. yeah. And it's, uh, it, God stands for something. It's, it's a yeah. whole thing. Yeah. yeah. It's an acronym. Yeah. Uh, no. So it, uh, yeah. Comedy <laughs> on demand. Uh, 7.30 November 10th is a Friday. I would love it if you guys came. And also if anybody wants to, you know, fly in, that would be great. Yeah. Uh, you must support your own airfare and lodging. Uh, but yeah, well, we you don't know. You don't have to. High five I'm you. not going to. Nobody in the group is going if to. If you have a benefactor, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you can utilize them in order to, to go to this improv picky. show. It's, I'm yeah, not going to no. tell you. Attendance is yeah. all that's uh, requested. Uh, how you, exactly. how and How and why and where you. You take a land craft. You know, a land craft, maybe like um, ten or more wheels. I don't know. Uh, yeah, your favorite <laughs> land craft. Your from, favorite land craft. From, yeah, uh, jet boat oh, to. If somebody pulled up in a Delorean or like the Batmobile or something, that I be was thinking cool. like a an airboat or something. An airboat would be amazing. Or a hovercraft. hovercraft. Yeah, yeah. It'd be pretty cool. I was picturing like a like ten wheels. You know, five on each side, maybe ten on each side. One of those. Well, you've seen them. <laughs> you know, everybody's seen one of those. <laughs> Yeah, five on each yeah, side. Yeah, wait, I like, yeah, a, like, like a, sometimes like a big rollerblade. No, no, no. It's like it's like a truck kind of thing with a. I don't know if they exist in reality. A semi truck. This is the longest sign off mm -hmm. in the anyway, world. Anyway, uh, yeah. you can find me here every <laughs> Wednesday night uh, at this show, but we also do Fresh Floppies, which uh, is in your, the same uh, podcast feed where we do spoiler-free reviews of comic books that are on the shelves right now um, or on social media at Mr. Bartocci, M-R-B-A-R-T-O-C-C-I, or Go Pop Go. Go Pop uh, Go. So we'll talk at you then. And thank you so much for joining us tonight. JD, we love you. We'll talk to you later. Um, everyone... Find your favorite chicken pot pie and experience it tonight. Tonight. Well, tonight or tomorrow. Well, you, you don't know as when they're watching this. Live viewers tomorrow or respectfully. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Cult Pop Network, home to podcasts, live shows, and a whole lot of fun stuff for every flavor of fan. Follow us wherever you find your favorite podcast and be sure to join us live every Wednesday night at youtube.com backslash cultpopgo at 8 p.m. Eastern. While you're there, be sure to subscribe to the channel and hit the bell icon so you'll know when we drop new Thunder Rounds and episodes of Fresh Floppies. 
a spoiler-free show about single-issue comics released each week. Until then, we'll talk at you later.